Hi, this is Aviva Richmond from Hadar, sharing some thoughts on Parshat Vayera. From sacrifice to care, tending the fire of the Akedah. How are we meant to respond to God's instruction to sacrifice Yitzchak and Avraham's willingness to obey? We aren't the first to be thrown by this scene. An early Midrash relates Sarah's pain, wail, and ultimate death when she heard of what transpired. The message behind her reaction is not totally clear. Was Sarah too weak to embody the bravery of Avram's obedience? Or do our sages mean to channel their own voice of protest and dismay into the sound of her cry? One version of this tradition explicitly honors Sarah's pain, asserting that her death brings atonement for all of our sins. This focus on the religious meaning of Sarah's suffering is especially profound given the dominant view that atonement comes from the merit of Avram's willingness to sacrifice his child and Yitzchak's willingness to die. But it is a tragic way to uplift Sarah's role. Besides mourning her death and vicariously getting atonement from her suffering, what can Sarah teach us about this tumultuous scene for our own religious lives? An 18th century Yiddish prayer written by a woman named Sarah Bas Tovim looks up to Sarah in this moment as a religious role model. The intricate prayer that she writes turns to biblical patriarchs and matriarchs asking for forgiveness and repair in the year ahead. Women recited this prayer while visiting ancestors' graves to measure string for wicks that would be used to make yardsite candles for Yom Kippur. The prayer is a window into the religious universe inhabited by early modern Eastern European Jewish women as they prepared for the holiest day of the year. It is also a commentary on Torah in its own right, as we see how the prayer reinterprets the Akedah, the binding of Isaac. In a fascinating departure from traditional high holiday liturgy, where Avram's willingness to sacrifice his son is a source of religious merit, when Sarah Bas Tovim turns to Avraham in the prayer that she writes, she excises any mention of the Akedah. Instead, she associates the Akedah with Sarah and uplifts her response. Quote, and through the merit which I gain by preparing the wick for the sake of our mother, Sarah, may the blessed God, praised be he, remember us for the merit of her pain when her beloved son Yitzchak was led to the binding. May she defend us before God, praised be he, that we should not, God forbid, be left widows this year, and that our children should not, God forbid, be taken away from this world in our lifetime. Sarah's pain and horror at the Akedah is most certainly not a sign of her weakness in this interpretation. It is a model of a prayer of protest that we ask Sarah to continue articulating to this very moment. Rather than glorifying the Akedah itself, the religious message we derive from it is to turn to God and ask that we should never have to endure anything like it, that there be nothing, even, maybe even especially, God's own command, to cause a parent to lose their child or anyone to be separated from a loved one. In the most concise terms, the religious takeaway from the Akedah is never again.
Later in the composition, Sarah Bastovim develops a more substantive and positive reading of the Akedah, where the ultimate religious ask of a parent is not to sacrifice a child, but to offer care both in physical and spiritual realms. She asks that the merit of Akira Yitzchak allow us to provide for our children's needs, not only in terms of food and clothing, but also through ensuring they have guidance in learning and prayer. This shift from an ethics of sacrifice to an ethics of care is no less fiery than the image of offering Yitzchak on an altar. The fire lives on in the mother's candles, quote, equivalent to the flame which the high priest lit in the sanctuary, end quote. Rather than a fire that consumes, this fire rekindled in each generation is a fire of brilliance made to, quote, illuminate the eyes of our children as they develop their passion for learning. The aesthetic style of Sarah Bastovim's words may seem quaint, but she offers nothing less than a powerful reframing of the religious meaning of one of the most fraught passages in the Torah. In not-so-subtle terms, she encapsulates a voice of anguish and protest about God's command and Avram's willingness to make a parent bereft of their child. But this is not a reason to turn away from God. She embraces Sarah's pain as an opening stance to devoutly turn towards God with clarity and purpose. When we embrace Sarah as a religious role model, Akedat Yitzchak offers a starkly different set of guiding principles for our relationship with God. The God we pray to is not the God who demands we give up our children, but the God who never wants parents and children separated. We come close to God through a web of deep commitments to loved ones, not by virtue of our willingness to sever these ties. The way we demonstrate our religious devotion most fully is not by sacrificing those most dear to us, but through the day-in and day-out work of tending to their physical and spiritual needs. The theme of care in Sarah Bastovim's writing is mirrored in the embodied ritual it accompanies, revisiting loved ones of past generations and calling upon their merit as a source of life and blessing for the living. Sarah Bastovim integrates critique and devotion and pivots from the anguish and alienation of our matriarch Sarah's cry towards a passionate awareness of our capacity to kindle sparks of love and learning. This is what creates the ongoing fire of the Akedah. Shabbat Shalom. I'm going to close with a melody by Rabbi Menachem Goldberger. It's from an album, L'Chadodi. Here's the song.
Hey, I, 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 I,